0: I'm with Marlon Lee. Chenyu is the short film played at the Wild Sound Film Festival. It is 23 minutes long. It is a fantasy, but it's really a romance. I would categorize this as a romance film. Would that, Would you? Would you agree with that?
1: Yeah. So the idea of me saying that it was fantasy was that it's set in a fake country with a yeah. fake culture. That's it's fantasy. Like fantasy romance. Yeah, fantasy romance.
0: I like the fantasy. So basically, your It's kind of like an allegory of like two people from completely different worlds i guess kind of connecting i guess right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so that's sort of like you know kind of fitting in today's society people can read that however they want exactly what was your intention of the film like when you wrote the screenplay what was your intention when you were writing it what was your thematic
1: it was really a reflection (laughs) of me obviously everybody writes about themselves but like I I wrote Chenu, the main character, from the perspective of what I was feeling six months out of a relationship. Okay. Um, with a girlfriend that I was deeply in love with, and uh, the love interest is based off of somebody who I truly knew that was five years out of a relationship and living in their car, and so it was just me. Ex- the 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 thematics were were me exploring uh my interest in them
0: interested in the person
1: yeah like they never knew i never said Uh anything to them or anything like that so this is about as uh in the darkest recesses of my mind as you could write something because it's just gotcha what if it's 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 really a movie of what if i decided to try and ask them out and so
0: like have you ever tried to ask them out
1: (laughs) no never never i i I had very limited conversations with them in philosophy class, in philosophy club. I, it was just simply my interest in them because, like the the costuming and stuff, was based off of how she dresses. She dresses in these like, um, sometimes she'll look like a, a a medieval times looking person. Sometimes she'll look like a, a an enlightenment era person, and so. I guess it was just me saying, what if I asked her out? And what if I said it in a setting that would make her look more natural for their surroundings?
0: Gotcha. So did have they ever watch the film?
1: Mm-mm. Not to my, no, not to my knowledge. I but you, but It's it, not anywhere public, so I don't think they would.
0: Oh, so you does this kind of films kind of brand new? You just kind of finished filming it or?
1: Well, I just haven't put it anywhere public yet because of the fact that festivals tend to not like putting those out. Yeah, yeah, it hasn't yeah. This it's was... just
0: starting the festival circuit. Mm hmm. Festivals yet.
1: hmm. Yep.
0: I found this film very unique and intriguing. And I was very surprised because I actually obviously see thousands of short films a yeah. year. Oh, yeah. I was very surprised that this is your first film. Is that correct? Yep. Because there's first a lot one that of- I
1: wrote and directed
0: there's a lot of care in in production design and in like a, every kind of scene and moment kind of like fits in the scene the, in the in the film it's like it's a pretty prof- not pretty it's a professionally well done film there there isn't rawness to it like what you see from first time filmmakers which is fine mm-hmm. like this is pretty profound like uh what how would you explain yourself how did you how did you pull this off so <laughs>
1: production was done in 3 days uh, um by some by a mixture of our crew being entirely consistent of college students and my cinematographer my budgeter and my head producer all being Hollywood professionals so this was my first time directing and writing and being on set for a movie but they had been doing it for at least 20 to 30 years.
0: So then what motivated them to work on your film?
1: David Michaels, the producer of the movie, uh, is a friend of ours. And he's been a friend of ours for a long time now, basically since the beginning of me writing, coincidentally. okay. And so I reached out to him and I was like, hey, I want to make a movie. And he was like, write something for me. I sent him the first draft of the script. And he said, give me a world that this is set upon because you said that this is a fantasy thing. And I had a two page breakdown of the entire world and he was so like he you was know what
0: your directorial design exactly yeah you, and so did i you, gave did him you that. Know what he was what you did he know did you know what he what he wanted from you or did you kind of just figured it out you're like
1: no he gave me like a full okay. list of like what do you want for cameras what do you want for lenses what do you want for the sound design what do you want for production design i know nothing about cameras and lenses but i only i gave him as much information as i could think of in the like two days that I gave myself to think of, up, of all, think up of all of
0: this. Okay. So he he kind of just kind of gave you a tutorial of what like when you're pitching it to a studio, that's what they want. They want mm-hmm. actor. They want them to, to 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 give them the tone, I guess, and in the, the create the world, I guess, right? And you did that. Yeah.
1: And so that's why I that's why I took so much into consideration when I was originally writing all of this because I knew that it was going to be something that this is like my ticket to ride basically this is my this is my entrance and so Morgan Gold the cinematographer amazing he he helped me with so many things he was the cinematographer but he was also the DP he helped with the lighting and all of that stuff Mm -hmm. I gave him the ideas of what I wanted to see and he helped me shape that for what you saw
0: Okay, so the next, so you are sending it to to uh, to uh, to David Michaels, correct? Mm-hmm. People give him a background on his bio. He said that he was the personal assistant to Samuel Goldwyn Jr. back in the day. So yep. there's a lot of uh, generational layers in this film. So okay, so you sent it to David. He told you, okay, here's here's a, he he saw a potential for a pretty good film with the script. You 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 came back with them with the, with your kind of directorial kind of design notes. What happened after that?
1: After that, he said, I love it. Let's do this. We have a very tight schedule, though, because the people that the two people, Morgan Gold and Bob Johnson, that I'm going to be pulling in for this are going to be on very tight schedules. So we have a week to film this whole thing. Maximum production was a week maximum. And so that was November 2021. Late December into the entirety of January, because we filmed this all in late January. We spend time hiring people, finding actors, all of that. And so it was just it was it was crazy because he literally just pulls these guys in and we go from a week long shoot to a three day shoot. We cut pages from the script. We fly in Chenu the main the, the chenu uh actor from new york the day before shooting because our other actors dropped out he's an amazing person and i am so glad and so fortunate to have him at
0: so the why producer. do you think in uh, why do you think he did that for you cuz he sees
1: something the, the, when he was talking to me and my dad about it, he saw something in me that he saw in himself. And he has kids, too. And he saw that this can be a test drive sort of situation for what my father could do for his kids in the future, what he can do for his kids in the future. Because my dad was the one that fronted the bill for all of this. So okay. he's like, well we have a very good friendship. So let's let's make that friendship stronger by me helping you, you helping your son and in the future us helping my kids as well. So this was like his homage to his kids in a way.
0: Gotcha. That's that's fascinating. So your dad front fronted the, the bill uh, and then so you can basically so you went into production. So tell me about OK, so tell me about the two that's your two uh, lead actors. You, one of them, I guess, someone dropped out, and then they, you like, so how, what was the story with that?
1: Yeah, so we were finding act, we had trouble finding the right actor because, like, obviously, this is a very stylized film. Specific, and there's and a so, specific
0: person like uh, persona or that. Yeah, yeah.
1: So I didn't want it to be just anybody, and originally it was supposed to be LGBT based where i like when i was writing these characters i didn't care about who their gen- what their genders were or what their race or it, it's was. kind of
0: prevalent in the film too i don't know like if you're consciously aware of that yeah it doesn't really matter go ahead keep going yeah no
1: yeah um and so we literally looked through every single person on um stage door everyone and we had made a post on it as well the day this was like the day before and we would just spent like two hours looking through the entirety of everything. And we found Stephanie Tolk, and we still hadn't found our person for Chenu. And so he was like, hey, you know what? I have a friend who is a modeling agent, and there's this person who's never acted before, but looks like what you want. Do you want me to reach out to them? And see if they're willing to do this film. And I was like, please. And so he reaches out to them. They read the script and they say, I'm interested. And we literally fly them in, and they arrive midnight the day of our first shoot.
0: So that's so the the so your lead actor uh, sorry Liam he 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 arrived the day of the shoot because I'm looking at his IMDb. This is the only credit that they have. Yeah
1: beforehand they were a model uh in in the modeling fashion industry and then they dropped out of it and now they are they do like a little um they do arts and crafts pottery stuff in new york <laughs> now like workshops and selling their artwork online and such so
0: okay and what about stephanie stephanie has been
1: an actor for like seven, seven or eight years now, starting in high school, and then just doing some smaller stuff. But she doesn't really have a presence either that would necessarily warrant something to be on IMDb. So while this looks like this is her first thing, this is like the first thing that's getting accredited through IMDb.
0: Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So that. So basically. So okay. So then. Okay. So you got your. So what? Tell me about your Morgan. So Morgan, just cinematographer. How did you plan the film out? Did you storyboard things? Because it's a very stylized thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Storyboard things?
1: Yeah. Morgan and I spent halfway through December, all the way up through production, storyboarding everything. We had sat down and he said, let's just go scene by scene and go shot by shot. And you'll tell me what you want to see. We can describe like two shots close up and then we can go to I can't remember the name of the website but we can go to this website that like data banks those shots and we can pull them up as reference so that when we're on set you can kind of know what it looks like and such so um that's what we did we sat down and we storyboarded and we just kept storyboarding and like we finished the storyboard um, after about three weeks of working on it. So this was a week before we started filming and we were like, this is what we want. This is how we're going to do it. And let's go. And he, when, when we were actually on set, obviously people want coverage for things, but we also don't have a lot of time. So for better or worse, I was like, you know what? Let's just get the thing. Let's try and get as much of what we wanted and think about coverage later if we have time in that setup to do it. And so while we didn't have coverage on some of those things, Morgan and I had a really good, strong chemistry to just get the things out that we wanted. Cause he was also the editor.
0: Yeah. Gotcha.
1: And I was working with him through the editing process. So like we both knew in our heads what this was going to kind of look like on, on the editing track.
0: So you have some, you have some distinct locations, uh, your exteriors, where'd you shoot this?
1: The exteriors. Um are filmed in two places. All of the winter scenes that you all of the exterior of the uh of the lake. That's a lake. That's Lake Michigan. Um, and the lighthouse are all in Kenosha. And like six o'clock in the morning, Morgan just decided to get up, go out, and get some nice, beautiful shots. And he said, Hey, you're in Illinois.
0: So you're in Illinois and you're Chicago, and it's like you're shooting in Lake. Okay, gotcha.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so those are all filmed there. Our other exteriors are actually not technically exterior. They are inside of a place called Shiloh Mall in downtown Zion. And the building that when you first walk inside, it looks like you just walked into another area outside. The light posts were all already there. The facades of the buildings were all already there. And so since this was the middle of winter, we were like, you know what? Let's do it here. Because we also filmed inside of the restaurant that's attached to that building. So that whole everything, the the walking, the walking to the apartment, the being in the festival, those are inside locations.
0: Oh, OK. Gotcha. They're in the mall. Mm hmm.
1: Yeah. And all of the festival scenes, if you look close enough, you can s- kind of see some reflection in the ceiling. That's weed fabric that we put up into the ceiling tiles so that we can black out the ceiling.
0: Gotcha. I like that shot that you did in the in the restaurant with the you know the the full uh the, the, the revolving doors or whatever and you got the two two uh windows. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, when we, were, when we were filming, we were... It was, was kind of like, like a metaphor
0: for your film in a lot of ways.
1: Exactly, yeah. No, uh, there were so many things that just lined up so well yeah. with what I had in mind. Because obviously what I had in my mind is different than what's going to play out. Sure. But for what we were provided, it was amazing. And the two-shot of the windows, I saw those windows and I was like, we have to find a way to do that. because Liam. Is like six foot, and Evelyn, the 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 manager, is like five two. So we yeah. they were like standing like two feet apart from each other. Yeah. For that shot, so I just found that kind of yeah. Funny. Liam's height
0: really works in the film, like uh, this that kind of his kind of persona, the the their their persona, their build. Mm-hmm. So uh, let me like I don't want to give away the ending, but uh, tell me okay, basically like when did you decide that you're going to make the ending like that like instead of like is that I, I think the audience is expecting something else but you're you're not you didn't give it to them
1: there was actually supposed to be a proper ending yeah that we deleted from the movie
0: so because, it was shot
1: was a shot yeah or? it was shot and everything
0: okay
1: um and we had put it into the entirety of the movie and uh, we had just kept looking at it and looking at it and we wanted to, we didn't get proper coverage for it necessarily. So it was just really hard and weird to work with. So we were like, you know what I think stylistically it'd be better. And also visually it will be more appealing for us to just not use the original ending and instead use this ending. And we felt that using this ending left it, Much more open-ended, much more to open to interpretation, and that's why you have some people that are like, "Well, I don't want to spoil it either." That's why you have people that have those those unique perspectives on it. The segue
0: is is that what did you so because we sent the audience to you and the audience feedback video. What did you think about what they had to say about your film?
1: The very first one of the woman talking about how this this was. A refreshing, healthy look at a relationship was funny in an ironic way to me, but also very, very um, appreciative for me as well, because I try to look at relationships in as a holistically dynamic way as possible. And so I wrote that. I wrote the script a year and a half out of a relationship based off of me being six months out of a relationship and based off of somebody else being five years out of a relationship. So for her to say, well, this is a very healthy relationship dynamic that I'm seeing here was just, um, it just meant a lot to me and everybody else having everybody had a unique take, on it, I had a couple of other friends who re- saw it and one of them said, what if it's not about his feelings? What if it's about his sexuality and him being unsure of his sexuality? And this is the turmoil that he's now facing for that. And so I think the fact that everybody has such a unique take that they're personally embedding onto the yeah. film themselves is exactly what I wanted.
0: Well, because everybody's projecting their relationship experience onto the film, right?
1: Exactly. So, and that's exactly what I wanted. That's why it's ethereal. That's why there are those heartbeat noises and it feels like there's an in utero effect because I wanted you to take this as personally as you could. Because as art, is interpretive film is art. So it's also interpretive. And my friends have also asked me like, what did you think of the film? Uh, Or what did you want to do with the film? Yeah. And what was your message? And I never really felt like giving them a super straight answer. Well, even how I
0: I asked you about the film from like, you kind of like paused a little bit because (laughs) I didn't didn't want to.
1: Yeah. Because I can give you what I want out of it. Yeah. But I don't want that to mar the image of sure. when you see it. Yeah. And so I don't want to sound pretentious saying that, Yeah, but it's, it's such a, it's such an experience to take for yourself yeah. that I think it would be better if I didn't give a straight answer. No, Cause I couldn't say. You,
0: you answered it beautifully because you, you told what you were feeling in the experience when you wrote it. And that's the, that's the best answer you can give. This is what I'm feeling at the time. And this is what's coming out of me while I'm feeling this, right? So yeah. You got a crush. You're You're reeling from a relationship. Those, 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 those kind of emotional feelings. You're kind of still raw a little bit. And then you got a crush. And then you kind of made this film. That's what I. Yeah. That's what I interpreted. So. Yeah,
1: and that's exact. That's that's exactly what happened in real life at the time.
0: Yeah. And this is what and came so, out.
1: <laughs> yeah, and this is what came out. So whether and and like technically speaking, your interpretation is right. But also not because that's just, it may have been what happened, but that I don't want that to be like, because that is what I was feeling at the time, that is how it should be seen as. Yeah. Yeah, so, but it's, it's also good to see some people see that that is what truly was going on at the time. Yeah.
0: Well, because you keep going back to the water, right? So you have like, the, there's this thing, there's this thematic of like whatever water means to you, whatever water means to people. So when it's cold and it's like it's a winter time and it's got that, it's beautiful, but it's also, it must have been freezing when you're shooting it, right? So,
1: oh yeah, those, the, the opening scenes that you saw when um, Chenu is standing out in the cold by the water. Yeah. Literal sunrise. Morgan Gold is from Edmonton, Canada. And he said, I have never been so cold in my life because of the fact that Lake Michigan gives such a harsh wind chill.
0: Yeah, it does. Yeah. Edmonton, yeah, that's one of the coldest coldest big cities on earth. Like they have a they have a super mall. Like it's it's like mall. It's like literally like three miles long. Because people can't do anything for like six months. It's so cold in Edmonton. So they just go to the big mall. Yeah.
1: And he said, he he was like, I never understood the phrase chill to the bone until standing out there in the middle of the winter. And it's like negative 20 degrees outside. We literally only filmed those shots for like a half an hour because we got too cold.
0: And you got the ritual of making the tea. uh, And then you kind of have that kind of like POV shot. Mm-hmm. Like, like, there's all this kind of interesting stylized kind of moments in the film, but not pretentious. Like, they all kind of relate to what I'm sure you kind of figured this out in editing. Maybe you had some gut, some mentorship, or maybe you're just smart enough to figure it out. That everything kind of makes sense. You're not yeah. just like there's there's this, there's you could be stylist for stylist sake, right? But every like, but it, that that usually takes people out of the film emotionally. But your style is like it makes sense to what we're watching. So
1: exactly, yeah. Uh, it was actually Morgan's idea to do that POV thing. We just he just set up the tray and the camera and then just did the little walking thing. And it was my idea to do the whole tea setup because I know that in Japanese culture and in Chinese culture as well, tea and the ritual of making tea is a very important thing. So, uh, at the very beginning, I was like, I want tea to be a center of this because tea means a lot of things even in western culture tea means drama tea means like spill the tea you're sharing things with each other so i knew that literally and metaphorically tea is such a symbolic message for many
0: people so okay so you're 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 in editing and i guess you learned a lot that you're kind of remaking the film again right you're rewriting the story mm-hmm. morgan's helping you what is, what's the biggest thing you took from the edit, your editing experience making this film?
1: Sound design is so much more important than I ever thought it would ever be. Yeah. And the importance of using sounds that you might not have originally thought of using. Because he, he literally laid into the track in utero sounds and when that person in the feedback was talking about how you can hear that pulse, that rush, that in those thoughts of being uh, reflective, it just made it all all so much more powerful because I had never originally thought of using that. He had just put that in and I was like, you know what? I really like that. So sound design and curation and attention is what makes your film, a film because you can have in your head something that doesn't have all of that intricacy and then when you're laying everything out you're like let's try these sounds here let's try these these noises and stuff and they just make everything such a more rich experience yeah that's the biggest thing that I take away Who Did your sound design? Um, makes the experience um it was a mixture of us making noises on set and us just pulling things from the internet. And he just. You didn't
0: have a designated sound designer. You guys guys did it yourself. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's interesting.
1: Yeah. So, and Morgan just masterfully edited it all together and made it what it is now. And I am eternally grateful.
0: Okay, so you're just starting that. the festival circuit. You're just mm-hmm. submitting the films. So the yep. festivals.
1: Yeah, I dropped a personal brand, submitting it to about 30 film festivals through Film Freeway, and uh, it's been accepted from the ones that I've gotten back accepted into two, yours included. So Wild Sound and then Indie Eye. Uh, it didn't get accepted into the first-time filmmakers, but it won an award from you guys. So a 66% acceptance and then a 33% award rate for the best cinematography.
0: And you're on your way. Listen, this is is a hard film to, uh, to, to put together as a program. It's 23 minutes long and it doesn't fit into a certain category, but there's something really important there. So I wouldn't give yourself too much heartache. If it doesn't get into the festival, it should get in the first time. But I don't even know what happened there, but <laughs> but basically it's like but basically it's like it's like it's really and you can I wouldn't I wouldn't um, I would like I don't I I don't know if you're submitting to more festivals, but the specific genre festivals like romance and things like that, mm-hmm. I would submit to. Um, but it's got it's got something this is a great first film for you it's like it really kind of showcases so the big question is is that what's what are you doing next what's next for you
1: next is uh David the 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 immediate next thing is David got hired by 828 productions in New mexico they just opened up they're just finishing construction for their new studio there a 500 million dollar deal with uh netflix and universal you got
0: the tax breaks in new mexico yeah
1: yeah exactly so they are building a new studio there and the plan is in january january when they finish construction and they start filming i'm gonna be there on set so you're gonna move as... to new mexico
0: mm-hmm. well they got break breaking bad and better call Saul, right so they exactly got some, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, they have great accreditation and the movies that I'm going to be working on Woody Harrelson, Mel Gibson, Dylan Sprouse, these are these are like, going to work as like a
0: production assistant or
1: probably I'm going to start off there. And I'm OK with that because yeah. that gives me more freedom to interact with the people on set yeah. in those downshots because I don't have to be focusing on like running a lens or mixing on audio or changing a mic.
0: Locations people might be paying you, paying your ass, and probably get you to do something, but yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I, <laughs> once we get on location, I think I'll be fine. Yeah. But then, after that, in August, is when me and a couple of my other friends are planning to film another film, okay, uh, this time a feature. I'm going to be a producer and a first AD for this. He wrote it, he's going to direct it. Um, and so right now we're just in the raising funds pre-production phase of that right now.
0: So then you're going to basically, but you're going to, are you going to like make a couple shorts and then like, what is your plan? Well, like ideally, what would your ultimate goal be? (sighs) Come on. You thought of it before.
1: No. Yeah. My ultimate goal is to have my own studio that I can have the creative space, maybe not the 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 uh monetary space, but the creative space yeah. to make things that I have been boggling around my mind for years now. And maybe to be
0: the Tyler Perry in New Mexico, who knows? Yeah. He's got Georgia, you can have New Mexico.
1: And 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 my dad, I owe him so much because he the film costed forty K.
0: Whoa, okay.
1: And he he did almost every penny of that. I had some money that I had put in as well, but he he did almost all of that. And so he's like, well, why don't we start a studio? And so I'm going to take that idea with Chenu, with my friend wanting to make a new film, and hopefully we start something as well.
0: Well, if you put the care that you put in this film into your other endeavors, I'm sure you will do well. And yeah, your dad... Your dad did a good mitzvah for you. uh, Yeah. yeah. I I don't know, like um, 40 grand, no matter if you're rich or poor, it's still a lot of money for anybody, right? So yeah, so good for him. Yeah. He believes in you, he loves you.
1: Yeah, no, it's about as father-son story as it can get because he was there every step of the way. He was the one that, I was the one that convinced David, but he was the one that made friends with David in the first place. And he was the one that believed in me to say, go to college and major in film and graduate with a film degree. So his support is the most important support that I've ever had.
0: Well, I wish you the best of luck uh, with your endeavors. I think that you're on, like I said, I think you're on to something. And uh, let's talk again when you make your next film. Yeah, of course. I'll keep Thank an eye you. on you. I'll we'll always be here for you because I think you're. I think you're going to have a pretty good career ahead of you. So.
1: Thanks. I appreciate that enjoy, a lot. Enjoy.
0: Enjoy New Mexico.
1: <laughs> I'll try. Have a good one. Thanks, man. One, two,
0: three, four, five, six, seven, eight. five six. M
1: H eight, Lamazzo. Incorporated. We're gonna do it. Give us any chance, we'll take it. We'll any rule, we'll break it.